millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story against a quartermaster in the Navy. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, don't let your kid have consequences? Okay. So, I'm a 23-year-old female nanny. For the family I work for, there's seven kids. Yes, seven all ranging from 14 years old to 10 months old. I've been working for them for 8 months and never really had an issue. They're a good family for the most part. A key part here is the kids are all homeschooled so they don't get out a lot. Unfortunately, that leads to mom and dad spoiling them quite a lot. And since I've started, had a bit of a discipline issue. They throw tantrums, throw things and scream a lot. Finally, mom recently put on discipline because their tantrums led to me getting an injury. I was pushed down the stairs. So she implemented a timeout routine, and it was going well for almost everyone. Here's where the story truly begins. The second to youngest is two and a half, almost three. His tantrums are some of the worst, and instead of really disciplining him, she coddles him. If he screams and yells, she just picks him up and gives him whatever he wants. He'll also throw things and hit whoever's telling him no, and mom doesn't do anything. On Wednesday this week, mom had an appointment and when he woke up from his nap and she wasn't there, he freaked out. I tried to calm him by playing games, food, or reading books, but nothing worked. He just got louder and more aggressive. He even hit me and his siblings. Eventually he woke the baby and when I got her, tried to even hurt her. So with no other real options working to calm him down, I pick him up, sit him on his bed and said, time out, you do not behave this way. When you calm down, you can come out. He's finally calming down after several minutes and mom comes home. She was quite upset that he got a timeout because she says that he's too young and doesn't know better. Now, I understand he's young, but I've been a nanny for a while. And I've learned age 2 to 3 is normal age for discipline so they learn to know better. I only do a minute per year age and only goes longer if they can't calm down, though I check in every minute. She was also upset I used his room as a timeout. Now that part I can get and can understand that at this age, associating time out with where he sleeps, I can agree we don't do that. But I had to ask, when he's acting like this, what do you want me to do? She said, let me handle it. If I'm not there, give him what he wants, it's not worth the fight. Okay, but what if it's something I can't give? She replied, if you can't, just let him go through it, he'll calm down quickly. I looked at her like, are you serious? You do realize how he can be, right? But okay. Cue malicious compliance. The next day mom had another appointment and she was gone when he woke up. And of course, he wanted her and only her. I said sorry, she's not here. Why don't we play a game? He screams no. I ask if he wants a snack. No, he screams and starts slapping at my hands. I ask to go read a book or go to his siblings room for playtime. He screams again and hits me in the face. I told him, please don't hit me. So he screams in my face and goes off throwing things at me and everyone around and just goes off. I tell everyone to go to their rooms. I tried everything to calm them down and it didn't work, so I did exactly what she told me. Absolutely nothing. 
He continues this tirade, throwing things, pulling things off shelves, and screaming. I obviously kept him from things that would hurt him like glass, ceramics, and when he got on a table to push something, I picked him up and put him down, though he did bite me really hard when I did that. Not enough to bleed, but enough to leave a good mark. I let this go on for about, oh, 15-ish minutes until mom came home, and when she did, he was still freaking out. She just goes, what is going on? I explained the situation and told her I'm just doing what she said and letting him cry it out till he calms down. She said, that's not what I meant. I asked, what did you want? She didn't really have an answer. I told her I couldn't use discipline and I couldn't calm him. You said to let him go, he'd calm down, and he hasn't yet. I made sure anything dangerous was taken away, but I didn't know what else I could do. Now, respectively, I could have picked up what he threw around, but I wanted her to see what he was capable of, and I wasn't going to risk getting hurt again from taking things away. She looked upset but didn't say anything and just looked at him still throwing his tantrum. The baby wakes up and she goes to get her. When she comes back to try and calm him, he screams to pick him up, and he hits her and keeps going till she puts the crying baby on the ground and picks him up. I was kind of shocked she fed into it. I told her he's old enough to know what he's doing. He knows that he'll get what he wants when he does these things and it's only going to get worse. And if it's going to continue, I'm going to continue to do nothing because I won't risk getting hurt or the other kids in the process. I showed her my bite mark and she went pale for a bit and said, he did that? I said, yes, he did. She took a breath and said, why don't you go home for the day and I'll talk to dad about this. When I came to work this morning, there was a timeout chair for him, and I'm allowed to use it at my discretion. I'm not gonna lie, they either should have given OP a raise, or they should have given OP a bonus for having put up with this, gotten bit by their child, and still continued to show up to work the next day. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Chef places the wrong order but doesn't listen. Alrighty then. I used to manage a high volume single location restaurant in the Bay Area. I was the assistant manager there, front of house. We had a chef at the time who was extremely hard headed, even by chef standards. He made mistakes all the time but always had an excuse and never wanted criticism. I was in charge of ordering for the front of house and bar and he was in charge of ordering for the kitchen. We ordered a lot of things from the same supplier so we could see each other's items in the order before it got finalized. One day, I'm going through the order to see if I missed any of what I needed. I noticed there's 20 cases of red onions. We don't carry red onions, but frequently order small quantity of things for private events with specific menu items. I assume he meant 20 red onions by the each. So I called him up to clarify before changing it. I said, hey, good evening. I think you added too much onions to the order. It should be... They say, why are you telling me what I need? You don't know what I need. I know what I need. Leave it alone and don't call me on my day off. Click. Cue malicious compliance. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. He's off Sunday and Monday. This is Sunday. I leave it alone, and the order auto-submits for next day delivery. Since deliveries come in Monday morning, the person who signs for it usually is a prep cook, not anyone in a decision-making role. So I know that the 20 cases will very likely be accepted, since the kitchen staff knows not to bother the chef on his days off. I roll in around 1 p.m. to close, and there's 20 cases of onions just packed anywhere there's room. Each case for context is about two foot by one foot by one foot. It's ridiculous. I say nothing and continue running the shift. My GM was pissed when he finds out we have 20 cases of an ingredient we don't carry, when in fact my intuition was correct and we needed about 20 onions for a private event later that week. Chef never said a word to me about it, but he's not a chef there anymore which is for the best. OP was literally being a homie and trying to help them out here, and this chef just had to go and dump all over it. I really hope this caused some kind of inward reflection, you know, they think about what went wrong here, they think about how they could have handled it better, you know, how their butt could have been saved? Probably not though. This next story is, fix my issue but don't talk to me about it. Okay. For context, I work in IT, I don't deal with generic computer problems. I'm an expert in a complicated program at work. Almost every department in my work uses this program. When bugs and or issues are found, I do my best to fix it myself. If I can't fix it, then I forward the issue to our vendor who manages the program for us. Taking new versions of this program is a big deal. We just don't take it. We install the new version in a non-production environment, and every department must test it and sign off on it. This process can take one to two months to complete. Now enter our Karen of this story. Note that dealing with her has always been an issue. She always gives me crap for bugging her when I have questions. I thought it was personal, but I asked other people in IT about her, and they confirmed that she's always a pain in the butt to deal with. We were one day away from taking an upgrade. This upgrade was important as it had new features that were needed for new clients, plus several extremely needed bug fixes. This is after we went through testing and got sign-off from every department to take the version. Of course, Karen opens up a help desk ticket on the new version. It's a big enough issue to cancel the upgrade, submitted literally in the final hour. Needless to say, even the higher-ups were pissed, and I got huge pressure to submit this to our vendor ASAP. 
The help desk ticket stated the issue, and at the bottom of the ticket was this sentence. You may not contact me about this issue. There will be no IMing me, calling me, emailing me, or standing next to my desk. So I reviewed the ticket, and can you guess what the issue was? User error. Cue malicious compliance. Since I couldn't talk to her about it, I went straight to the higher-ups. The same people pressuring me to submit the issue told them the problem, and I wasn't allowed to contact her about it. They said they would take care of it. About an hour later, Karen comes sheepishly to my desk. This was the nicest I have ever seen her. I pointed out the issue to her and she said she would review it. Five minutes later, I got an IM from her saying to close the ticket. The upgrade then proceeded as planned. This happened several years ago. I wish I could say she got fired for this little stunt, but that didn't happen. However, I got the next best thing. She was no longer in charge of testing. In fact, I haven't gotten a single help desk ticket from her since. I think she almost deserved to get fired. Honestly, it sounded like she didn't really care all too much. But hey, at least she was actually embarrassed when she got called out. This next story is Pizza Oven. Old compliance I just got reminded of by a different sub. Basically, I worked as a delivery driver, an odd jobs doer for a well-known pizza chain in my teens. I was always on a close, and as part of the close, we needed to lock doors, turn off lights, the oven, and the open sign out the front. One shift, as we were closing, we forgot to turn off the open sign, and a Karen barged in and demanded we had to serve her as the open sign was on. Informed her the oven was off and wouldn't warm up before we left, and still she insisted. Cue malicious compliance. Food service laws in Australia prevented us from selling anything undercooked for risk of food poisoning, so I offered to serve her by selling anything that we didn't need to cook, which was soft drink. And only soft drink. Any and all soft drink she wanted. All the soft drink in the world! She stormed out shortly after, after buying no soft drink. Sorry ma'am, all we got is Pepsi products. No, I want a pizza. Yeah, sorry, that's all we got is Pepsi products. Did you want any or... This next story is, what the quartermaster wants, he gets. Many years ago, I worked for a company that produced a diagnostic software package for the US Navy, which was used in their repair depots to automatically troubleshoot circuit boards. The software was issued on individually numbered CDs, and we usually delivered them in packages of 500, along with an 1149 transmittal form for the quartermaster to sign. One time, we had a quartermaster that got all uppity because there were 500 items in the package, but only a single 1149 for the lot. So the next time we delivered to that particular facility, we wrote out an individual 1149 for each CD in the box and presented him with an impressive stack of paperwork when we showed up. It took him a couple of hours to verify the serial number on each CD sign each and every one of the forms, tear off his copy, and put it in the pile. He never asked for individual forms again. I literally failed to see why they were so uppity about something that honestly makes their job way easier. Why have essentially 500 receipts when you can just have one, look it over, say yeah it looks good, scribble down your signature and you're done. This next story is, don't use your garbage can? Okay, you can see where this is going. A long time ago, back in high school, I was a bit of a smart aleck. One morning, I was walking to school, drinking from a juice box. As I finished, I realized I was walking through a nice residential neighborhood. 
and there were no public trash bins around. However, it must have been this neighborhood's pickup day, as everyone had wheeled their bins out to the sidewalk in front of their house. I'll just put my juice box in the nearest bin, I thought, but it was not to be. As soon as I opened the nearest lid, I heard a pounding on the main window of the immaculately maintained house in front of me. I look up, and a very pissed middle-aged man was shouting through the window at me, gesticulating wildly. His flailing and beet red face read spectacularly clear through the window. It was his garbage bin, not mine, and I had no right to use it. I looked at him, trying not to chuckle. You don't want me to use your beautiful bin for my own refuse? Pardon me, I pantomimed, and staring at him with a huge grin breaking through a mock penitential visage, I pitched the juice box onto his precious, flawless lawn. As his eyes widened to the size of saucers, I hightailed it out of the neighborhood, laughing all the way. I mean, OP did stick it to this person who was really uppity about their trash can usage. But let's be real, OP was still kind of a jerk here and they still littered. It's definitely a bit of compliance, a bit of revenge, but definitely I don't think one you read and you go, yeah, that felt good. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.